This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to another episode. How are you? How have you been? It's been a little bit wild on our end. We have had a lot of things going on. I had my record release show on Wednesday. It was so beautiful and amazing. I had such an amazing experience and it was also so cool because people who are fans of the podcast came to the show and showed their support and I got to meet a couple of you and give you hugs and that was just such a blessing. I I had such a good time. I felt so loved and supported and before I went on stage, I said a little prayer behind stage and I said, I hope that everybody who is here feels loved by me in this performance and I think that it happened a little bit. <laughs> I, I definitely felt it. And I talked to everybody after the show and it was just such a good time. So thank you so much for being there, the people that came to the show. And thank you to everybody who continues to support my work and support this podcast. We also just got back from our vacation last week and we were vacationing in Turks and Caicos and we were on the beach and it was very relaxing. It was also like the release of my EP while I was on vacation. So I was having to kind of deal with that at the same time as trying to get some rest. But it was such a beautiful experience and Kara and I had an amazing time. And then at the end of the week, Kara got a little sick. So we weren't able to record our last bonus episode together, but we are going to be putting it out on Saturday. So if you missed last week's bonus episode, we're really sorry, but these things happen and we're going to be doing one this weekend and then also another one the next weekend. So you're not missing out on any bonus content. Now, before we get to the question, I also just want to mention to you, I recently had an amazing conversation on Talk House podcast with a fellow musician and spiritual teacher slash podcast host, Queen Herbie. Now, if you don't know who Queen Herbie is, she is a super, super talented human being. She has been doing music for a long time. She performed on SNL and Ellen. And then she got into doing more spiritually centered work, like on social media. She's got a huge social media presence, like a million followers on Instagram and stuff like that. And we have pretty similar stories, even though we've gone down different paths. But it's just, it was just funny because a lot of the things that we do align and Talk House podcast is this podcast where they host talks between artists, between musicians. And it's really cool because there's no moderator. You just have a free form conversation. So me and Queen talked about being creative, the intersection of art and creativity. We talked about the ups and downs of this chasing this concept of success and what really matters. And it was just a really 
great, inspiring conversation. So definitely check that out if you're interested in it. I know that if I had heard this conversation like years and years ago when I was first kind of getting serious about my work and creative practice, it would have been really, really helpful. So be sure to check it out. That's Talk House Podcast, and you can listen to that wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, babes, this week's episode is about something similar. It's about being a creative person and how you're perceived and social media and issues like that. So without further ado, let's get to the question. Hey, Bunny. Um, I've been thinking a lot about creative output lately and how others can see your creative output or the fruits of your creative labor as a sign that you are doing well and life is great and you're thriving and, you know, you have your shit together, quote unquote. Um, and personally, I've been just kind of trying to understand why that has been bothering me when folks have said that to my face or, you know, in an Instagram DM. Um, and I think that it might even tie back to when I was a kid. Um, you know, I grew up with a brother who was very high maintenance. So I kind of, you know, grew my own stubborn independence and um, tried to take care of myself and achieve so that my parents wouldn't have anything to worry about with me. So now I'm reflecting on this as I'm 28 now and I'm just kind of wondering and maybe, you know, I, I don't know your input here, but how do I respond to people who are obviously saying these complimentary things, but I, you know, I don't want them to forget that I'm a whole human too. Like I'm a person, there are so many layers and complexities to each of us. And of course we don't choose to share all of our business on social media if we don't want to, but I just don't want to have to be vulnerable about the fact that there's more to me than just my creative output and that people shouldn't make these assumptions. I mean, myself included, I've been guilty of it as well. So I guess just, you know, in this age of social media and sharing and making assumptions off what we're all sharing, how how do I as an artist move forward without letting this get me down? And how do I maybe grow and challenge myself even more in this, you know, habit or coping mechanism that I've developed, which is just overachieving. And I know it might sound like not the worst problem to have, but it's just really bothering me as someone who loves vulnerability to, to not have people recognize that th like this is not all I am it is what I do and what I share so anything would help thanks bunny you're amazing hey babe I'm sorry that this has been a struggle for you I really relate to this feeling. You know, we all bring our stuff to every relationship, every encounter. 
We bring our wounds, our trauma, our past experiences, and lots of times that stuff is operating unconsciously and coloring our perception. What I heard from you is that you are passionate about your art and your work, but don't want people to assume that means you don't need nurturing or care or help or that you don't still struggle. And what I hear from that is the dynamic with your parents still playing out. Like you said, when you were young, you took on more responsibility than you should have because of the situation with your brother. You didn't get the attention you needed. You weren't able to be vulnerable because out of a need for stability in the home, you made yourself, quote unquote, less needy. You coped by achieving. It gave you a sense of control to be able to take care of yourself. But as a result, a part of you still feels fundamentally neglected in that dynamic. And now you're an adult and someone complimenting you on your achievements or admiring your accomplishments is triggering these old feelings of neglect and feeling unseen. So when you get a DM saying, wow, you're such an independent and self-reliant person, What you end up hearing is your mom or your dad saying, you have to be a self-reliant, independent person because we don't have the capacity to take care of you. And that is understandably a painful thing to hear. We see other people through the lens of where we are in our own healing. We make assumptions about other people through that lens. So while it might be true that someone assumes you have your shit together by being successful in your achievements, you are also assuming that they don't understand that you're a complex person with your own set of wounds, fears, and vulnerability just because they're complimenting you. But why would they comment on the stuff that you don't share with them? the things that you keep private? Why wouldn't they only comment about the things they actually know about you or the things they relate to from their own experience? Because maybe they're artists too and they know how hard it is to be a creator out here in this world and they admire you. Or maybe your achievements trigger feelings of inadequacy in them because of their wounds. Being on the path of our higher selves is bringing awareness to how our learned hierarchical beliefs color our perception. LHBs aren't just from social conditioning. They're also the beliefs that we picked up from our trauma. Could it be that underneath all of this stuff, the triggers from the compliments, the constant need to overachieve and be self-reliant is an unconscious belief of, I don't deserve care. Babe, you deserve care. You deserved care when you were a child. You deserve to be able to depend on people. You don't have to do this alone now. You can depend on people now. It's true that your parents were in over their head. It's true that you didn't get the attention and tenderness you always needed, but that doesn't have to be the story now. When someone reaches out to you and says, I admire you, you have a choice to hear that as offensive or as something said out of care and love. It might not be exactly the package that you want that care to look like, but that doesn't mean it isn't a form of love. Now, here's the deal. 
Like I said, I totally relate to this experience. About two years ago, I felt pretty much the same way. I felt neglected by my friends and my family. I felt like they just saw what I did on social media and assumed I was okay. But then I realized I couldn't really blame them for making those assumptions if I never reached out to them and said, hey, I'm not okay, or hey, can we talk, or hey, I'm really struggling with people assuming I'm okay. People don't know what we need if we keep our needs bottled up. You don't have to bottle up your needs anymore, babe, because this is not your childhood. Now, when it comes to social media, it's never going to be an accurate representation of anyone. And you will never have complete control over how people perceive you because there's always just a bunch of projection going around. But what I do know is that people are going to comment on what you share, not what you don't share. That's just how it works. So if you want to connect on another level, you have to put yourself out there on that level. You have to talk about what makes you vulnerable. You have to say, yeah, I'm struggling with this thing. And I'm not saying that you should do that at all. I just want to acknowledge that that's how this stuff works, right? And I also know that sharing your struggles, especially when you seem to be somebody who always has their shit together, can be a really inspiring thing for people to see and relate to because everyone struggles, no matter how successful they are, no no matter how successful people perceive them to be. Recently, I saw that Ariana Grande started following me on Instagram and I was like, wow, she needs this content? Damn, SZA is constantly sharing my memes, my higher self stuff. I'm not saying this to name drop. I'm trying to make a point that no matter what people perceive in you in public spaces, there is always way more going on internally. We all have wounds. We're all just trying to feel lovable and like we belong. We're all on the same path. And when you think about it that way, it's actually a lot less isolating. You actually realize you're not alone and that people do care and want to be there for you, just like you want to be there for them. Babe, your accomplishments are amazing and impressive, but they don't encapsulate all of you. If you stopped doing all of those things tomorrow, you'd still be enough just for being you. You can honor your past and the strength it took for you to survive that while at the same time knowing that this is no longer your past and that you can create the life that you want. If you want to be vulnerable, then be vulnerable. If you need support, then ask for support. You deserve it. Sending you so much love. I have to say it has been such a relief for me to accept that I need help. Such a relief that I didn't have to do everything on my own, that I can look for guidance 
that I can look at some look at what somebody else is doing, somebody I admire and be like, how'd you do that? <laughs> or can you give me some advice? People want to help. They do. They want to feel valued in that way. Asking somebody for their help is an act of love. It's saying, hey, I think you're totally capable of helping me in this situation. You know, in the higher self lens, giving and receiving are the same thing. Because giving is acknowledging what you have. Giving isn't giving something away. It's actually affirming the things that you have, right? So when you give love, you're giving an affirmation that you have love to give, that you are in the consciousness of love, that you see love. Giving love doesn't mean taking love away from yourself and giving it to that person. That's not love. Giving love is acknowledging love's presence and reminding that other person, hey, here's some love for you to look at. It's right here. Let me show this to you. Let me be an example for you. And it's such a beautiful exchange. All right, babe, so please don't hesitate to ask for help, to reach out when you need it. You're not in this alone. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. I love you so much. And so does your higher self. I'll see you next time. Bye.